0: This podcast is brought to you by the new Nikon Coolpix P1 and P2 digital cameras, the world's first compact cameras with built-in Wi-Fi. Now you can take great pictures and easily transfer them directly to your computer or printer wirelessly. Learn more at NikonDigital.com. When spyware first leaped onto the scene, there was virtually no way of protecting yourself other than uh, locking yourself in a closet or moving to a shack in Montana and creating fancy electronic devices that you'd mail to friends, or enemies as the case would be. Spyware developers. So anyway, uh, you know, software was just kind of getting there and trying to figure out how we could use software to combat software that wasn't so good. And one of those titles was Zone Alarm. And it's still around. It's still kicking. Zone Lab's got a whole suite of products. And you guys are even doing even more stuff than just uh, the basic spyware blocking these days.
1: Yes, absolutely. We're continuing to innovate to keep our protect- our users as protected as possible. And the key is actually proactive prevention of spyware. Because once spyware gets on your PC, it's already too late. So what you have to do is find the right product and solution to prevent spyware from ever installing on your PC, and we believe that we've come up with the only effective solution on the market for that.
0: Okay, so what about the Sony rootkit thing? I mean, were you able to do anything with that?
1: We blocked it long before any of the signature providers came out with their solutions. And so, as soon as a user who had our product on their system inserted one of these CDs with the rootkit, we immediately notified them that something was trying to hook itself into the operating system to monitor their activities on the computer. And then, within a couple of hours, we were able to deploy what we call our automatic kill control, which automatically disabled the rootkit and prevented it from ever installing on the PC.
0: So you guys are almost taking on, like, the big dogs, like, you know, Semantic and Trend Micro. I mean, you guys are right up there now, right?
1: We passed them a long time ago in terms of technology, and what we're working on now is... So,
0: so you're saying that yours sucks system resources less?
1: Considerably less. We're... A- at least a third of the size of the rest of the major software programs. And that's always been one of Zone Alarm's strengths is the fact that we've been able to add these features in a way that doesn't sap your system resources.
0: So what's the latest product
1: you got? So the latest product we have is our Zone Alarm Internet Security Suite 6. And that includes our new operating system level firewall that monitors the core of your PC. So at the kernel level, it prevents things like the Sony rootkit from ever hooking into your PC to the point where you can't even remove them. And so the object is really to keep things from getting on there, and we think we've come up with a solution to do that.
0: Has Zone, alarms done anything, or I'm sorry, zone Alarm done anything unique? Uh, that's maybe a bad way to say it. What separates Zone Alarm from the rest of the pack?
1: Well, Zone Alarm has a couple of key features that really are different from everybody else. So, for example, people think about the firewall, and frankly, it's kind of old school. And a lot of companies are starting to say, well, the firewall is no longer relevant today. We absolutely disagree. We believe the firewall is the basic foundation of any security product. So, for example, we have various different types of products for different types of users, like the Zone Alarm Anti-Spyware or Zone Alarm Anti-Virus. You go out on the market, all the rest of the products already have the antivirus, but they don't include a firewall with it, and people don't even understand that. They come with one of our solutions, and they automatically get that core level of protection that's going to monitor communications, and it's the only way to achieve the prevention aspect of security. And these days spyware is so malicious that once you actually open the door to it, the damage is already done. You can't wait until it's after the fact.
0: What are your price points?
1: So we start with the basic free zone alarm. It's always been free. It's the first consumer firewall ever on the market. And we go all the way up to our internet security suite, which is sixty nine ninety five, and that includes a year of updates and the renewal at the end of the year is forty
0: nine ninety five. Okay, so it's just a subscription based service? Correct. So, any uh, plans for the future? I mean, what else are you going to protect us from?
1: Well, we're looking at a couple of things, but primarily we believe our technology is successful in protecting the current threats and the zero-hour emerging threats. But one of the problems with security software is that it's not terribly user-friendly. It requires a user to actually participate in the process. And for us techie geeks, that's fine. We don't mind that. But for Grandma and Pewaukee... She doesn't ever care what a root kit is, what any of these technologies are. Frankly, she doesn't care what a firewall is. All she wants to do is be safe. So our main goal is to create our products and to build mechanisms in place that make the product transparent to the consumer so they don't have to worry about interfacing with the software nearly as much only when they want to change something. It's not constantly in their face asking them for permission to do this or access to that. Um... Because what we found is a lot of consumers, when they're bombarded or when their security programs preventing them from doing something, they simply turn it off. And that's not acceptable because they don't quite understand how, you know, it takes a hacker less than eight seconds to find an unprotected PC and exploit it.
0: So can I ask you your take on RSS? Do do you sit in the Brian Livingston camp and think that it's possibly going to be exploited at some point in the future?
1: Well, you know, as RSS evolves and you get more dynamic content included in it, there's always the possibility of vulnerabilities being exploited. And the problem with RSS right now is that currently you can have thousands of subscribers and you may not even know your subscriber base. And so even at that point, it may not even be possible if it's exploited in the right way to notify them that there's a problem. So as a security company, we take a much more conservative approach to any sort of communication method with customers that could possibly put them in any sort of risk. And so we are purposefully not using RSS as, for example, a PR or a marketing tool at this time until we kind of see how things work out. And
0: That's interesting because I'd assume you have email newsletters or email notifications?
1: Yes, we do, but we're very careful with them.
0: I was going to say, because you've got an anti-spam product, don't you?
1: Yes, we do have an anti-spam product. And any of our newsletters or any sort of promotions we email out go to people who have physically opted into the mailing list when they bought the security product. And, you know, it's one of those where you actually have to check the box yourself. It's not pre-checked or anything like that. And we have an easy mechanism for people who want to unsubscribe to unsubscribe. And so, but even then... We are very, very careful about that because it's one of the top things. As a security company, you can't put a cookie on your homepage, tracking cookies. You can't spam your customers. It's a, it's a different ball game for us. But on the other hand, we're in the business of protecting consumers, and that's what we take most seriously.
0: Well, as someone who has to deal with my parents on a regular basis, thank you.
1: Thank you very much.
0: This podcast is brought to you by the new Nikon Coolpix P1 and P2 digital cameras, the world's first compact cameras with built-in Wi-Fi. Now you can take great pictures and easily transfer them directly to your computer or printer wirelessly. Learn more at NikonDigital.com. Live streaming of The Chris Perillo Show is brought to you by Microsoft Windows Media and Limelight Networks. Download Windows Media Player 10 to listen to The Chris Perillo Show live every Thursday from 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific, GMT minus 8.